This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Anna Grace and I am answering readers' questions. And today I have this question, which is, hi, Annie. So I've been about a year alcohol-free and then I went to visit my friend, my family for the holidays and I ended up having two glasses of wine at dinner. I can't stop beating myself up over this. I feel like I've ruined everything that I had worked so hard for. And I feel like I relapsed. What do you think? Did I relapse? Wow. What a great question. So I don't really believe in relapse. I, I mean, I guess it's a thing that you could define what happened to you as people can use that language. Should they choose? I would not use that language. And here's why I actually like to look at this journey, not in terms of relapse, but in terms of data points right? And the journey for me is not black and white. It's not about never drinking again. It is about how you feel. And those two things are very, very different, right? You can never have another drink, but inside feel super miserable as if you're missing out and you're deprived and wondering what the point is and like just feeling sorry for yourself. And I wouldn't call that success. Or you can, you know, have this occasional drink, but feel really happy and very much back in control and very free and not be obsessed with drinking, not be fixated on drinking, be totally liberated from drinking. And I wouldn't call that a failure because the truth is that I'm not here to tell anybody how they should or shouldn't live. I'm not here to tell anybody what they should or should do, should or shouldn't do, or how much they should or shouldn't drink. Like we're all adults here. And I think we need to make those decisions for ourselves. Now, what I like to do is I like to put up frameworks, like in the alcohol experiment, we have this framework. And if you and want to join the alcohol experiments always free at alcoholexperiment.com. But at the end of it, I teach this framework, which is basically liberation or fixation. And so you go through these questions and you decide, am I truly liberated from drinking where I'm not really obsessed with it, but yeah, I could take it or leave it. Or am I still fixated on it where actually it's creating a lot of mental noise and a lot of negative repercussions in my life. And so I don't actually measure behavior as the test for success. I measure how you feel and how you think in line with what you wanted to achieve as the test for success. So this question is interesting because for me, your behavior doesn't really tell me much about are you you where you want to be or not. But all of the other stuff you said about how you're beating yourself up and how you feel so bad about it, that does tell me that you're not where you want to be and that you'd hoped that this wouldn't happen. Now, I know for sure that we can all define what works for us in our own words, in our own language. And for you, it probably is that you did not want to drink again. And you feel like you were upset with yourself because you drank. Now, I want you to separate, is the upset because you felt you shouldn't have, or is the upset because you really felt like you let yourself down? 
And those are two very important things because there's so much like other people's input about what we should or shouldn't do. And I actually think we should discard a lot of that. And then we should focus on what we really want to do or not want to do. And if the upset is because you really feel like you let yourself down, because you could make a different meaning here and you could be like, wow, I only drank two glasses and I didn't even want to anymore. Like that's a win. Wow, this is amazing. Like, I'm so proud of myself. That would have been like a, you know, total pass out night moment where I would have woken up with a hangover and now I only drank two glasses and I don't even want to do it anymore. And by the way, it wasn't even fun. And so I'm, I'm stoked, like good for me. Or you could make it like, oh no, I've, I've obliterated all my progress. No, those two meanings are up to you. And I would argue that the more empowering meaning with less guilt and less blame and less shame counterintuitively will actually help you get where you want to get to go sooner. And there's a lot of good science to say this because guilt and shame are painful emotions. And what do we do when we want to escape painful emotions? We drink. And so when you're feeling those painful emotions and then you're drinking to try to overcome those painful emotions, all of a sudden the cycle starts back up. I think the guiltier you feel about what you're calling a relapse, the more likely it is for you to have another one. Now that's just my opinion, but it's my opinion based on seeing literally tens of thousands of people go through this process. I think the more that you can reframe that quote relapse into what I call a data point, and here's why I call it a data point. Well, first of all, it goes very nicely with the alcohol experiment, which is just an experiment. Take a 30 day break, decide what do you want in your life? Like what, how can you stop asking the question, what's wrong with me or, you know, beating yourself up for drinking and just ask the much simpler question of like, would I be happier drinking a bit less? And then the experiment is to help you answer that question with data, right? And the data comes from how you feel taking a break or how hard it is to take a break or how easy it is to take a break and where your head's at. That's the data. And so a data point is just simply where you had a drink where you didn't intend to or didn't want to. And you're saying, okay, this is data. What can I learn from this? What was the situation during this holiday where I felt pressured to have a drink? Was it internal pressure? Was it external pressure? Was it because I felt like I should? Was it because I felt like I was going to offend somebody if I didn't? Was it because I really wanted it myself? How did that drink actually make me feel? Did it make me feel better? Was it this euphoric experience that I'd kind of been hoping it would be? Or was it not euphoric at all? Did it actually just make me tired? How did I feel the next day? All of these questions can be answered and explored with curiosity without judgment when we look at it as if it's a data point rather than as if it's a relapse or as if it says something about who you are. Now the road to success is paved with data points. <laughs> That's just how it works because every single time we try to change our behavior, we either do it successfully or we don't. And both things have incredible gold in them in terms of learning what the next right step is. Both things inform us. I love telling the story about how a computer learns to play chess, which is basically it's programmed with the instructions. And then it just starts making moves. And some of those moves are wrong. Most of them are wrong. Actually, a huge number of them are wrong. And eventually it gets a right move. But every time it made a wrong move, it learned. And actually, how are we even defining that as wrong? It just made a move that did not get itself closer to the goal. There was nothing wrong about it. It was part of it, part of the process. So I would argue that this cycle 
it's actually called an extinction process where a behavior becomes extinct, but often that behavior has to become extinct through bursts of behavior, right? So ultimately it will be done. But in that period and in that time, there are moments where it surfaces again and we say, okay, let's try it again in this context or let's try it again in that context. And over time, those pieces of information, those data points can become incredibly informative and allow you to move to where you wanna be, but only if you allow them to be. If you dismiss them as just wrong, and you create all this meaning and all this guilt and all this shame, not only do you rob yourself of the opportunity to learn from it, but you actually increase the likelihood it's gonna happen again, number one, because you didn't learn from it, but number two, because you're suppressing that guilt and shame instead of making peace with it and allowing yourself to like have a little bit of self-compassion that this is the way of the journey. The journey is not black and white. It's not all or nothing. It's not forever. We wouldn't even know we were successful until we were dead if we said it was never gonna drink again. The journey is daily. The journey is ongoing and that's totally okay. It's just, how do we react when we stumble? Are we staying down? Are we ignoring the fact we stumbled and then making it more likely that we're going to do it again because we didn't actually dig into it and find out that, oh, we tripped over this rock. Let's take this rock off the path for next time. That's a win. That's a win. Learning something is a win. And I think the fastest way to learn something is to stop the shame and blame and stop the self-loathing and realize that these data points are actually just part of the process. Are you ready for a deep dive and truly lasting change? If so, you might consider my intensive program. It's a nine week self-led program that you can do in the complete comfort of your own home and it will truly transform your relationship with alcohol. If you wanna learn more about this, go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash intensive. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.